What's up, y'all, and welcome back to another special episode of Danny's Talk. And today, it's all about the season one finale of Invincible on this Invincible Friday. Let's get to it. All right, so like I mentioned, here to talk about the season one finale of Invincible, as well as kind of give my overall thoughts of this season as a whole. Um, and also uh, up front, I'm going to kind of talk about, you know, just kind of like general background on the series and if I recommend it. So, yeah, let's let's go ahead and get started. Um uh, if I haven't mentioned before, I got, I got to get in the habit of this. <laughs> I'm your host, Robert, and welcome to Daddy's to Talk podcast. So, yeah. So, Invincible. More than likely, you've either, if, if you're clicking on this, it's because, hey, you already know, or you've at least heard of the name, seen pictures, or seen or heard a buzz, people talking about it. So, just a little quick brief background so Invincible is a animated series based off of the comic by the same name from Image Comics. Uh, Invincible, the comic, was written and created by Robert Kirk- by Robert Kirkman, the creator of the Walking Dead franchise. So that right there kind of touched the okay, hey, it's a comic book series, but you know, it's also from the the same mind <laughs> that had, you know, that brought us The Walking Dead. So it's not going to be, it's not your typical general superhero story that, that you go like with Superman, Batman, you know, Spider-Man, stuff like that. So the series itself uh, is currently streaming on Amazon Prime or Prime Video. Um, it was eight episodes this season. Average runtime of the episodes were roughly about 45 minutes on average. Some were a little bit over, some a little bit less, but 45 minutes average across eight episodes on Prime Video. So, like I said, it's it's, it's a comic book series. I, I guess the, the closest comparison I can kind of give to is if you have seen another series that was on Prime uh, called The Boys, where, you know, it is superhero based, but, you know, it's straight savage. It's, it's basically kind of like like looking at like, hey, this is potential scenarios that might happen if there really were superpower people in the real world. So, you know, just like just like the chaos and destruction that would happen, the fallout from regular civilians being caught up in this stuff. So, so yeah, so like I said, if you've seen that, that kind of gives you a rough idea. Um, if not, um, I know on the surface, some people might kind of write off this series because if like at first glance, like, oh, hey, it's an animated thing. I don't really watch quote unquote cartoons, but that honestly is giving this show a huge disservice because um, this definitely isn't the typical comic book stuff that, I would watch with my kids or that I would, that I would recommend anybody else watch with their kids, you know, unless I, to each their own, 
you know, everybody kind of gauges what stuff they know their kids can handle. But this is a very mature, uh, brutal, violence, everything from top to bottom. Um, so, yeah, so don't let the fact that it's animated fool you. But um, on surface level, I freaking really enjoyed this whole series from beginning to, to the freaking crazy end we just had. Uh, if you have even the slightest interest in it, I highly recommend checking it out. Um, like I said, I don't want to go too much into specifics or whatever, but basically, uh, like I said, basically just know that like, hey, it is kind of a superhero show, but there is a wild breath of various characters, plot lines happening all over the place. Um, that, you know, will constantly kind of like weave themselves in and out of the main story with our main character, Invincible, whose his normal name is Mark. Um, but yeah, um, like I said, just just give it a shot. Like I said, at least like watch episode one um, and make sure to stick through to the very end to the post credit scene. Because once you see that, that truly sets the true tone for how things are going to be going forward so yeah so like i said overall in general thumbs up for me highly recommended um like i said if you're looking for something new to watch uh invincible is definitely the thing to do it so i'm gonna take a quick break and then we're gonna get into some actual spoilers for this finale so be right back okay so let's jump right into the freaking spoilers so once again hey spoilers for the finale of season one of Invincible. You have been warned. Run away if you have not seen it. Because this is definitely something that you need to experience yourself. So once again. Spoilers. Invincible season one finale episode eight. So let's get to it. So. Man pretty much this whole freaking episode. Is just a straight beat down. On our boy Mark. <laughs> His dad. Did not hold back. Uh, just straight savageness, demolition, like, man, and, 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 and this is kind of a more, it's crazy just thinking of like the fallout from this fight. And this was just like, and this was just mainly a super one-sided fight, you know, it wasn't like, oh, hey, they're both constantly going back and forth. And there was a lot of backlash from that. This is just like, no, Omni-Man beating the crap out of his son and just all the casualties. Um, I, th I think like by the end of the episode, I think it was like hundreds, if not thousands of people um, died in the aftermath of this. So, so yeah, so up top, you know, we're kind of, you know, picking up from the last episode where, uh, where Omni-Man killed the immortal again. <laughs> um... You know, of course, Mark is freaking out, trying to figure out what's going on. And so Omni-Man basically then goes into telling the actual true story behind who he is, who his race is, who the Viltrumites are. So basically, they he starts off this flashback talking about how on their home planet, basically, they it was basically like, like a Royal Rumble, Battle Royale type of thing to where they were fighting and killing each other more or less to weed out 
the weaklings of the planet and only the basically all the apex predators, the strongest of the strong, are the only ones that survived that ordeal. And so from the aftermath of that, they then started spreading out into the galaxy uh, or across the galaxy universes. I don't know how far spread their reaches, but yeah. So they, they began spreading out and their actual true nature isn't, as Ani Man said, some episodes back like, oh, we're, you know, we go out to help underdeveloped planets and yada, yada, yada. It's actually, no, they go to different planets to conquer them, to bring them under their control. So it's basically like they go to different planets kind of scout them out. If there's any potential threats, they take them out, deal with them, which is why Omni-Man destroyed all of the um, the Guardians at the end of episode one was because he was like, okay, hey, you know, these are the only real threats on this planet. I need to get rid of them for my people to come. And, you know, this planet goes under our fold. So, so yeah, so that that's their true objective is conquering planets. And so then Omni-Man kind of goes into this whole thing talking about how Viltrumites can live for thousands of years. And then that's why Mark shouldn't get attached to anybody or why he should leave all these people behind because he's going to outlive them several times over, you know. And so just be one of those things of like, well, you know, somebody, you know, basically, you know, and we've seen this plenty of times in like other series with people that are like, if somebody's living for thousands of years, they're pretty much more or less close to immortality compared to us no, no normal humans. But, you know, the thing of like seeing people come and go, you know, generations pass and stuff as you continue to leave, live on. But, uh, but yeah, so he was, you know, talking to Mark about, you know, how, hey, you know, just need to leave all these people behind. And then him talking about, you know, how he didn't really love his mom and that, you know, she was more like a pet. <laughs> and I know, like, I'm like, that phrase, like, truly set Mark off. Heck, it said, set me off because I'm like, yo, a pet? You know, after that, she had you down for, like, during her 20 years um, or however long they were together. It, it was at least minimum 17 because because uh, Mark is 17 and, you know, they met before then. So at least minimum 20 years Uh you know, which he, you know, Omni-Man himself, uh, or Nolan, his human name, uh, said himself, like, oh, that was just like a blip, you know, on the timeline of his life. And, you know, it was even that moment, like, towards the end of the fight where, you know, um, uh, Nolan was kind of even saying to Mark, basically like, hey, if you don't give, if you don't want to give it the program, I'll just kill you. And make another son or may or have another kid with somebody else because what's you know, what is seventeen years to me, you know? Um uh, and so which of course you know, is heart wrenching to hear, you know, anybody say that, you know, especially like a parent to a child of like, ah, you know, if if you don't want to follow my orders, then so well I'll just go somewhere else and have have another kid or whatever. Um and, and start over. So, you know. So kind of going back to, to this whole beatdown, man, so the true destruction of everything started when Omni-Man punched Mark into Chicago. 
And I'm saying that like I'm saying that like 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 somebody threw a ball against the wall, like this dude got punched into a whole city. So and and they did the setup for this scene. They did the setup for this scene so clean to where they just had all these you know, basically just showing like people living their going about their normal day to day lives across Chicago, walking down the street, driving to work, whatever, whatever people doing. And then all of a sudden you kinda hear this kind of the sound and everybody's like what the heck is that then freaking Mark comes or Invincible comes freaking f crashing through a skyscraper and skidding down the street and of course he got hit with so much force that you know as he's skidding through the street he is tearing up the asphalt of the highway so debris, cars, everything is like flying everywhere. People getting crushed by cars and debris and all types of craziness. And then the freaking building he flew through starts toppling over. So he tries his best to try to, you know, push and hold it up. And then we see this mother and child inside of the building. And so as, you know, of course, as he's trying to stop it from falling, it's tilting forward. So the mom ends up flying out the window. Luckily, Mark, you know, catches her, um, though, and it didn't really matter in the end. But when he was trying, he caught her with one hand and still trying to hold up the building with the other hand. But and then as the little girls right there in the window crying and stuff, whatever, but didn't stop nothing because the building just was steadily crumbling around where his hand was. And so the whole thing ends up collapsing. And then we get the sad scene of seeing, you know, Mark still holding on to onto the lady's hand, thinking like, oh hey, she's okay, and he moves a rock out the way and he or he raises it up and it's just her arm. You know, the rest of her body got crushed in the freaking debris. So that was wild and sad to see. Um you know, and so uh then, you know, we have a moment where Cecil tries to buy, buy Invincible any type of moment to think, regroup or whatever. So he sends out these these fighter jets to try to to try to distract Omni-Man. But, you know, of course, we all know it was futile because freaking Omni-Man, like, you know, he tanked all those missiles, all those missiles that they shot at him and then freaking flew through the through one of the jets, the dude, the pilot ejected, but his seat was malfunctioning. And so luckily, you know, Mark ends up catching him, getting him out and saving him. And then freaking uh, Omni-Man basically just comes down and just literally just grabs the, dude, the dude's head and just squishes it like a grape. And basically just tells Mark, like, what, what was the, why, why did you bother waste your time trying to save him? You know, it was like, it was like whether, whether, you know, he died now or died when he was 50. What does it matter? They're insignificant. And it's just like, yo, like this dude is just like so unbelievably savage. And then, you know, Mark doing his best to try to fight back against his dad. Um, was just wild. The freaking subway scene where Mark, you know, kind of gets knocked down into like, like like the subway system area. And so basically to prove his point even further, Omni-Man's like, well, hey, here you go. 
I'm gonna prove a point. And so as a subway train is coming, Omni Man just hold holds Mark up, you know, by his head, face first towards the subway train, and then as the train is coming, you know, he's just shoving Mark's face through the middle of the of the subway train. And of course he's just smashing through the train, through people that was in the aisle and walk walkway. You know, eventually the whole thing flips up and it was just man. <laughs> it was just crazy. I, I don't think I've ever seen no craziness like that, like freaking somebody getting smushed into dozens of people as a subway train is coming. So that that was freaking wild. And hey, and th th this is at this point, this is only maybe like barely halfway through the damn episode, but then it just continues where he freaking knocks him into a mountain, and then he does a punch on him as he's in the ground, and the shockwave from the punch causes the avalanche to come down the mountain and just destroy a city that was at the foot of the mountain, and yeah. And then, like, as as Omni, as Omni Man gets on top of him, it's just, like, wailing and beating the crap out of him, you know. And as and, and this is kind of sad that this is what triggers his, his flashback or whatever, him thinking about this. But he has a flashback to when Mark was a kid playing baseball and how, you know, at the time he was like, this is, you know, telling his wife, like, yo, this is boring, this is inf insignificant, you know. It'd be better if I, if I just fly up in the air so I can get a better view. And she's like, no, da 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 da. You know, it's like, hey, we're doing this for him. You know, we should be happy. No, when he's happy, we're happy. Basically trying to explain how freaking human emotions work. And so, you know, at the time, you know, like I said, him knocking his teeth out in present time reminds him of when he was a kid playing baseball because he, he, you know, had a gap. You know, his, he didn't have his, uh, front teeth or whatever at the time. Um, and so, yeah, so, so we see this kind of like brief moment of, you know, happiness of like, Hey, Mark hits a home run or his, you know, does like a good hit on the baseball and gets, uh, you know, basically gets a score. He runs all the way around the, the plates and stuff. And then, you know, they're happy, they're cheering. And so that kind of causes Omni man to stop. And, you know, kind of just think on things and then eventually, you know, he's kind of you know, looking at Mark just there as in a bloody beaten pulp and he basically just flies off into space and so you know, then of course like the medics come in and they pick up and save Mark, get him to the hospital um, he ends up being in the hospital for two weeks recovering, he, like, he was out cold for two weeks and of course, in that time, you know, there's all the news stories about the aftermath of the Chicago incident, um, as well as like other stuff around the world. But the Chicago thing, I think, was the biggest one um, out of everything that happened in that little in that beatdown. And so, so yeah, so just seeing the world kind of just like trying to wrap their minds around like what the heck happened. You know, um, we had like a lot of the other, the new Guardian team going out into the world to, you know, help with the cleanup and with the restoration of stuff. Um, and so, yeah, then, you know, Mark wakes up, Cecil's talking to him and then, you know, basically just like, you know, we're doing everything we can to try to 
you know, we did everything we could to try to, you know, f uh, prepare for your dad and all that stuff. And so get this kind of like wild moment where, where they were CISO takes Mark into what well, looks like just like just like a pure white space room. And then Mark is like, where the hell are we? And the CISO's like, oh, my bad. Lights on. And then you see it's like all this big lab area, all this stuff going on, this these high-tech lasers and gadgets and stuff going on. And basically Cecil says that like freaking the tap water that most people that most people drink has some type of chemical or something in it that keeps people from seeing like cer certain uh like frequencies of light. And so that's why that spot was hidden, which is wild. And then that kind of like opens up the door for like, okay, what other stuff is hidden by this technology junk or whatever that is. So, so yeah, so, you know, basically, you know, she's just like, Hey, you know, I know you're going through a lot. Hopefully maybe I can help lean on you, depend on you to try to help us out. You know, Mark is kind of like, eh, don't know. I need some time, and so you know, Cecil takes him takes him and his mom back home. And the two weeks that he's been out, they've you know had the whole house repaired, remodeled, and, re and restored. And you know, they said it like, "Hey, you know, we've covered for you at school and your mom's job and all that stuff, whatever." Um, and then they've you know put a tombstone for the dad. And yeah, they, they've yeah, like so they've put a tombstone for the dad. Uh, you know, I said just to try to build up the story of like, oh, you know, uh, Nolan died, blah, 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 you know, just, but anywho, uh, so yeah, so then, you know, we had this moment where, you know, Marcus trying to figure out what's, you know, just thinking about things, he, you know, sees his mom in her room, just bawling her eyes out crying, um, then Amber shows up and comes over and, you know, they embrace and stuff. And then William shows up, his best friend, William. Um, yeah, William shows up. And then uh, and then uh, Eve shows up. And so through all this, you know, them hanging out and talking, you know, it's pretty much everybody just confirms that each other knows, each other know about Mark's secret identity. Um, and there's a moment later on where Mark gets a call from Cecil and he has to step out. And so when he does that, you know, Eve basically just confirms with, you know, Amber and William. They're like, hey, she's Adam Eve. And so, you know, like I said, just kind of just getting all the secret identities and stuff out the door right right, right there. And so, you know, so basically Cecil had called Mark because he was like, yo, there's some, some unknown entity flying towards Earth. I know you said you needed time, but hey, you're all I got. Can you go check it out? So Mark flies out into space and basically finds out it's the uh the the Alan the alien, the character he met uh like like the second episode or something of the season. Um or one of the early episodes. And so basically the alien kind of fills him in on he fills him in on a little bit more information and tells him about how, you know, when he went back to his group and told them like, hey, all these years he's been, you know, going out to the wrong planet, you know, so, you know, he's supposed to be going out there, basically another planet that sounds like Earth, but I think it was like Erath or something like that or whatever. But, you know, he said they chewed him out 
and then he said that he found out, you know, that, that the planet was flagged for uh, for Viltrumite takeover. And so he was basically coming back to warn Mark and stuff, whatever. Um, but, you know, Mark is basically, <laughs> basically Mark does the same thing to him where they're sitting on the moon and Mark's like, hey, pull up a rock, have a seat. We got a lot to catch up on. So Mark, you know, catches them up on everything. And so... Uh, Alan is kind of surprised to hear that, you know, that Omni-Man left, you know, just straight up just left and disappeared because, you know, he said, you know, the Viltra mice are pretty persistent because he knows firsthand because his home planet was taken over and destroyed by Viltra mice. And so, you know, the few survivors of his that are left are, you know, somewhere else and they're, you know, slowly been trying to rebuild or trying to save their their culture and so uh so yeah so this this is kind of a neat way to kind of like you know alan kind of open basically opens up the door of like hey you know this is the first time something like this has happened you know maybe you know this is kind of like the the turning point we've been waiting for you know to try to figure stuff out and so this kind of like i said like opens up the door for basically an even larger scale things of, you know, Mark possibly, you know, venturing outside of Earth and all that stuff uh, to try to figure this out. So, so yeah. And then the, the last little bit was kind of just like us kind of getting little flashes of, you know, various other story points still going on, like uh, like uh, the, the black rock dude, you know, seeing him, you know, having a meeting with somebody, some, like, little Chinese dude that turned into a dragon thing. Uh, Cecil working with that one scientist dude making more of those crazy clones that Mark fought at the college. Uh, the blue clone guys going back into prison, but see how long that lasts again. Uh, and yeah, lot, lots of other stuff. Um, you know, uh, Cecil's people or somebody, I think, think of Cecil's people, they were also. Uh, Oh, yeah, yeah, when they were in that little white lab area or whatever, they were also working on the immortal's body again. So, you know, he'll be brought back again. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, so, like I said, just really cool teases uh, to, yeah, just let, let us know, like, hey, there's tons more coming. Um, and that was kind of like, like the other exciting thing. I was going to mention this at the beginning, but... Uh, but yeah, but they announced they had announced yesterday that um, that they've already greenlit season two and three of Invincible, which is freaking awesome to hear. Um, hopefully, they might be longer seasons, you know, because th this eight was a good amount. But it's just like, yo, I want more, more, more. So maybe we might get like, you know, 10, 12 episodes, something. Who knows? But uh, but, you know. I'm definitely very excited. Um, I've already seen people online hyping up stuff of like, you know, like that that scene where Nolan was kind of recounting back on, you know, uh, on Viltrum, you know, when all the people, all the other Viltrum mice and stuff that was fighting. And there was a specific shot of like this kind of like older looking Viltrumite and this lady next to him. And people were like, yo, if, if you think Omni-Man was a problem, <laughs> you ain't seen a problem yet. 
So yeah, I'm, I'm very hype, very excited and curious to see what's up with that, where that's going to go. Um, but yeah, overall, like I said, freaking loved this. Um, I think in the coming weeks, um, once I, when I get to pass some of this other manga and other comic books and stuff, whatever I'm reading at some point, I think I'm going to start going through the, uh, Invincible comic because more than likely it's going to be a year plus maybe before we get another season of this show and I want to know what's going on. So, you know, and, and, and for those of you know that uh, that's curious, whatever, the comic book series is done. It finished, I think, I think like uh, some years ago, not like a, not like super long ago, but long enough to where it's been at least maybe like like, like a few couple few years but uh, so at least like, hey, the story is done now. I know that they have, you know, kind of like remixed some stuff, kind of like like moved up some plot points, shuffled some stuff around. But the core from people that I've listened to that have read the comics and have watched this season, the core is still there. So, uh, but yeah, I'm definitely going to be reading from chapter one of the comic or issue one, however you want to call it. Um because like I said, this thing is very awesome. Um, I'm definitely very into it. Definitely want to see how this all plays out and where it goes in the end. Uh, but yeah, good stuff. So like I said, uh, yeah, if, if, if for whatever reason you happen to listen to this <laughs> and you haven't seen it and you just spoiled yourself, hey, it's still highly recommended that you go check this out, watch this for yourself. Um, cause yeah, it, it's a wild ride and it's something that, you know, you need to experience for yourself. So yeah, Invincible season one, highly recommend it. So take another quick little break and go to the outro. All right. And that's pretty much going to do it for this episode of Dad Needs to Talk, uh, on this awesome Invincible Friday for this Invincible finale, season one finale. Uh, yeah, as always, thank you and appreciate you for checking me out for listening. Um, you can follow me on Twitter at MastermindRob7. Um, you can follow the podcast at Dad Needs to Talk on Twitter. Um, you can also follow my stuff on DadNeedsToTalk.com. Uh, and yeah, like I said, for anybody that might be uh, listening to this for the first time, hearing me for the first time, um, I generally cover, you know, anime, manga, TV series, video games, um, as well as, you know, kind of mix in a little bit of my life stories, life adventures I'm doing with my family, my kids, so on and so forth. So if any of that sounds interesting to you or if you liked anything I had to say today, you know, hopefully you'll stick around or come back or check out some of my past episodes. Um, like I said, everything can be found on dadneedstotalk.com and the podcast is pretty much on majority of podcast services. So, uh, yeah, check it out. Like I said, thanks for, uh, rocking with me. Um, hope everybody has a great weekend. If you're listening to this on Friday, uh, and yeah, be on the lookout for must for more stuff from me. Um, like I said, at some point, I'm definitely going to jump onto the comics. So that'll definitely be something I'll be talking about on here when I get to that point. Uh, but yeah, exciting stuff going on. Uh, 
So yeah, that's it for me. So uh, y'all take care. Be cool. Catch you in the next one. Peace.